Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. It is the debut episode of Astros Baseball being recorded in the freshly painted office Uh, One thing I want to say, I know the walls are a little bit flawed. I can see a few from here. But painting was harder than I expected. But it's rewarding. It looks good in here. I really like it. I think it looks great. And I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, Another thing I want to say is on the last episode, I don't know if it was because I recorded it in the other room, if I was a little bit out of my element, But there was no energy at all. No energy. I think the content was still there, but for some reason, I don't know if it was because I was crammed in there or not, but just no energy. But, uh, you know, hopefully you still enjoyed it. So let's go to this. It is July the 18th. Uh, The Astros will travel to Kansas City on Monday and Tuesday, the 20th and the 21st, to play two games against the Royals. And then the 24th is opening day. That's six days away. We are only six days away from real, meaningful baseball. I am pretty excited. So on this episode, we are going to talk about a story that I read about who has the easiest and toughest schedules to start 2020. And as always, I will only cover the Astros part of that story And then we'll take a look at the roster issues that the Astro has. I know we talk about the roster issues before, but it kind of goes along with that part. And then we will do some mailbag questions. I got a couple of mailbag questions from some listeners on Twitter. And then I want to talk about uh, a couple of questions Brian McTaggart got on his mailbag. And then we have a few news and notes about players uh, from the Astros. And then before we start, I want to go with this too. Uh, last time I talked about how the Astros are going to do the cardboard cutouts for $100. And I did a poll on Twitter if uh, you would do that. And 69% said yes. And as far as myself, I I think it's a very cool idea. I just think it's too much money. $100 is too much money, and I vote no. I will not do it. If it was 40 I would do it. 
I'm good with that. So let's start off with this story. Who has the easiest and toughest schedules to start 2020? So the Astros are listed as someone who has the easiest schedule to start the year. And they say 14 out of their first 25 games, they play Seattle, San Francisco, and Colorado. They get to avoid fierce crowds, and they play plenty of West's worst clubs. So first, I didn't realize Colorado was a bad team. And then when you say 14 out of 25, they play bad teams, I think that's good. Because we already talked about the importance of starting strong and how important it is to not have a bad start because there's only 60 games. So this is good. It's good for us that we have an easy schedule. And according to him, it is. I didn't know Colorado was bad. I knew San Francisco was bad. Uh, last year, we went 18-1 and against Seattle. So that's why they're including that. Uh, Seattle is generally... Uh, predicted to finish last in our division, so I can see that. Uh, We do play the Angels, the A's, the Dodgers, and the Diamondbacks in those 25 games. But the last eight games of that, we have a homestand against Colorado, Seattle, and San Francisco. So it says, this isn't a club that other AL superpowers want to gain confidence early, but the window is there for the Astros. So, going off of that story, yes, we may have a, a uh, schedule that is easy at the beginning that will allow us to get off to a good start, but look at this. Look at our roster. We need this easy start. So, we've already talked about this. Jordan Alvarez, we don't know his status. Will he be ready in opening day? Urquidy, he's supposed to be the four starter. We don't know his status. So right now we're looking at Framer Valdez being in the rotation. But the biggest issues are in the bullpen to me. Joe Smith is probably the third best pitcher in the bullpen, and he's out. Our new guy Pruitt will be on the injured list for the first one or two weeks. Uh, Osuna and Peacock. Osuna's the closer. Peacock's our veteran. They have yet to pitch so far in uh, summer camp. Presley's out right now for a blister, so I don't know if that's going to affect him when the season starts. But we're going to need these young guys to step up, or we're going to need the starters to go deep. Uh, Brian Abreu, Christian Javier, and I thought maybe Force Whitley would get a chance, but we're going to get to that. But we've got a lot of question marks. We've got a lot of question marks in uh, the bullpen. I know we have Alvarez, but we can cover that. I think we can cover that. But the bullpen, lots and lots of issues. So this uh, easy schedule is something that we're going to need. So I talked about the the uh, starters needing to go deep. Greenkey pitched the other day in a simulated game, and he was tired after four innings. We had already talked about uh, Lance McCullers Jr. moving into the number two spot because Grinky isn't ready. But, I mean, we're six days away from opening day and Grinky could only go four innings. 
So we're going to need this bullpen to step up, and we got a ton of question marks. Josh James, he was out for the birth of his child, and he said he was working, and, and it, he was. He threw 64 pitches. He was hitting 95 to 98, and he said he has 100 in his back pocket if needed. So he said he was staying in shape, and he did come back in shape. So that's the question I have for Jordan Alvarez and Urquidy. Are they going to be ready? So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get to those mailbag questions and more right after this. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so now let's get to these mailbag questions. The first one is from Kelly. Uh, Do you think a 60-game season will happen? So let's go back to when I first returned to work after being out for seven weeks. Uh, We had a lot of people out. They either had symptoms or they had contact with someone that had symptoms, but there was a lot of people out. And I was just thinking, man, these guys are going to try to play baseball in this kind of atmosphere. I just don't, I don't think they should even try. I don't even think they should even try. And then we got the test results. I believe it was less than 2% or maybe 2.1 of COVID testing, positive tests. And so then I was starting to sway the other way. Okay, well, that's pretty low. Maybe we'll be okay. Because you're talking about 2% of 60 players and all the staff combined times 30 teams. I think the numbers were good, and I started thinking, okay, this is going to happen. And then we started having the issues, if you recall the uh, machete story, where he got tested And then it was time for him to get tested again, but he hadn't got his results back. So that could be a problem. It already stopped practice twice, and that affected Grinke. Uh, The other time it stopped was because we had the staff member who was possibly exposed to COVID. And it turns out that was Brent Strom. I, I wanted to tell you that last week, and I totally forgot. But... I do, I do think if this happens, we have the testing issues, it could stop some games, and we can't have that. So the only issue I see is the test results, but I do think that MLB knows this is an issue, and they know they got to step up their testing game. So as long as they get that under control, I believe it'll happen. I'm about 85 percent sure that we will have a 60 game season so kelly thank you for that question question number two is from brooks adventure uh do i see kyle tucker playing first with yuli guriel at dh no i do not see kyle tucker playing first base one reason is if yuli guriel is playing dh or taking the day off It's going to be Aledmus Diaz playing first base. That's his job. He's the utility guy. He covers for guys when they take the days off. I know Tucker played first base in AAA, but with Alvarez being out, uh, he's going to play some DH. He's going to be in the outfield. I just don't see it. I don't see him getting a chance to play first 
with a 60-game season. I don't see Yuli Gurriel taking too many days off. The season's just not long enough. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't think so. But thanks for your question. I appreciate it. Uh, so let's talk about Brian McTaggart's mailbag. Uh, the question they asked him was, who will open up at DH? And his answer is kind of related to your question. It said, Kyle Tucker will get plenty of playing time at DH, and then he will play outfield when they let Springer and Brantley DH. You know, Springer is what? He's 31 now, and he's injury-prone. That'll be good to give him a break. And then Brantley... Both of these guys, I believe, they're 30, and they, you know, we can keep them fresh. So, I know Alvarez is out, rookie of the year, very important, but him being gone also makes the roster more flexible because all Alvarez is good for is DHing. I don't think they're going to put him in the outfield. So, it kind of makes the Astros a little more flexible. So, I don't think Alvarez being gone is that huge of a deal. But it is a deal. It is a big deal. I would rather have him here than not. Uh, they also asked him if Forrest Whitley would pitch this year. And I thought, I mean, if you asked me if that was one of the mailbag questions I got, I would say yes. Uh, Brent Strom said that he's looking good. It's the best he's ever seen him pitch. He changed his body. He improved. I thought the answer would be yes. But McTaggart said no. He said he's at the alternate site and that there are other pitchers that are closer to being Major League Baseball ready. And he noted uh, Abreu and Christian Javier. So I thought yes, and I still think yes. I'm going to go against McTaggart on this. I think we'll see him. I know the season... If the season was 162 games, I would guarantee it. But 60 games, is there time to get him in there? I don't know. But we have so many issues. He looks good. I don't know. I think he's going to get in. Another question they asked him, would the, will the Astros unveil their American League championship banner from last season? And he said, yes, they will unveil it on July 24th on the home opener against Seattle. So I don't know if you guys have been watching the uh, scrimmages. I'll call them scrimmages. Inter-squad games. But the Astros started practicing for the uh, extra innings. Having the guy on second base, they started practicing, I believe, in the sixth or seventh inning. Um, I haven't been watching them. I see them on Facebook and Twitter, I think. But for some reason, I don't have sound. So I don't watch it. I can't watch it without sound. Uh, so anyway, thanks again for those mailbag questions. Uh, here's a question that I have for you. I know that in my mind and my uh, experience with as other Astro fans is when someone's an Astro and they move on to another team, we still love these guys, right? So one thing I want to say is congratulations to Joe Musgrove. I don't know the pitching situation in Pittsburgh, but he's been announced the opening day starter for the Pirates, and I think that's awesome. I loved Joe Musgrove when he was here, and I still like him now. I still support him, and I wish him the best. You got Tony Kemp. Everybody loves him. He plays for one of our division rivals, 
and we still love them. But the question is this. Do you still support Garrett Cole? I say no. I cannot support him. I didn't like his attitude at the end of the year last year. And then he went to the Yankees. I cannot support anyone that plays for the Yankees. You have Robinson Chirinos playing for the Rangers. I can I can support him. I'll support him every game he plays in unless he's playing the Astros. And if he does play the Astros, just get some singles and get thrown out in a double play. But I do support him. I do still like him. Um, you have, what, Charlie Morton? Everybody still loves him. But Garrett Cole, I can't do it. I can't do it. And what I wanted to say about Garrett Cole is they were showing highlights of him giving up two home runs. And as far as I can tell, I don't think Garrett Cole's having a good uh, summer camp. And you may not like this, but I hope he does horribly. I hope he has a bad season. I, I It's not because I don't like him. I've never been a, a real huge fan of him. I, I mean, I did love him when he played for us. But he went to the Yankees. And I just, I just don't like the Yankees at all. And he signed this huge contract. And so it's not that I... I wish bad for him personally, but he plays for the Yankees. They gave him all that money, and I just think it would be awesome for them to spend all that money and it not work out for them. I hope that makes sense, but I know most of us support former Astros, but Garrett Cole, I cannot support you. Anyway, that's all the time I have for now. I appreciate all of you tuning in. Uh, Download Test Flight app, Locker Room, tonight at 9 o'clock. Tomorrow is Sunday Strohs. I will also have the author of The Wax Pack on, on this podcast. So we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.